Before I start today's episode of the Wheat Read Podcast, I want to give a massive shout out to Christopher Harris for sending the biggest donation that this podcast has ever received. It is the biggest in our history. In fact, no one has, re- no one has sent as much. However, he did send it in Bitcoin, so I'm still trying to figure out how to use it. And unfortunately, I'm kind of stupid. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to take some time with that. But thank you. Thank you. Seriously. Thank you so much, Christopher Harris. That is the most we've ever received. Seriously. And another shout out to Google for advertising the podcast. Um, I bought an advertisement with it. Not too much, mind you. I, I spent as little as I could, um, you know, to save for the holiday season. And yet they worked with me on it. Way more than Spotify did. And as a matter of fact, Spotify paid, uh, Spotify had, let's see, almost five times as much they charged me and with like half the amount of, of viewership. Like not even half, like way less than half. I'd say less than 1%. I did not get my return on investment in that. As a matter of fact, I will never be doing a Spotify advertisement again. It was, it was a blunder. One of the biggest blunders I've ever done in this podcast. And in fact, so much so that it earns the top rank for the biggest blunders of the podcast. And there have been quite a few behind closed doors. Um, some have been entire episodes completely scrapped and not saved because I don't save things that I don't, you know, eventually use. I try to save as much space on my computer because I have a Mac and I don't know how much space this thing has, but it's very thin, and I mean, I think I have a lot of space. That's fine. Anyway. All right, so... Some episodes ago, I mentioned I'm a bit of a sommelier when it comes to trying new wines, maybe even hard liquors. Maybe. At this point, I can guarantee that I am absolutely not going to do that again. If I sound a bit different, it's because I was given the nightmare-inducing effects of a very, very, very cheap vodka that a friend recommended. And... This is more of a misadventure than an adventure, but at the same time, it was terrifying. Um, this is drink, right? You might have seen it at a gas station or in your lowest setting of whatever, you know? Basically, it's this drink is known for one thing. It's cheap. Dirt cheap. Almost... I don't know how to explain it. This is, like, awful. <laughs> Anyway, I got this drink called New Amsterdam, and if New Amsterdam, if you want to sponsor me, stick around for the rest of the podcast. You are going to reject everything I say after this. New Amsterdam tastes like hand sanitizer that you bought at the dollar store and forgot in your car for a week. And that's putting it lightly. I would rather drink the hand sanitizer. I I know my specialty, right? Or I guess my quote-unquote specialty is wine. And you know what? This cemented that. I've had sake before, and I really liked it. I've had other drinks before, and I really liked it. I had New Amsterdam. And I cried myself to sleep with something so awful being on the market. I could put it this way. I was... I have never had a drink where the buzz is scary. Okay? What kind of an alcohol can you make where when you get buzzed, you're not enjoying the feeling. You're scared. This is a poison. That's what you're thinking. Imagine ha- imagine being drunk and hungover at the same time. That's essentially what happened to me. And I I've never I've never had a drink that essentially just grabbed my intestines and threw them all out 
to the point where hugging the toilet was a good idea. I didn't even drink that much. I think two shots. It's the fact that it was so... I can handle my alcohol, okay? But it's the fact that it was such a low-quality, you know, spirit that made me think, whatever you put this in, you know, if you mix a drink and you put a bit of New Amsterdam in there, no matter how good you mixed it, you ruined it. You ruined it with that god-awful swill. Zero out of ten. I would never drink again. I would spit it back in the bartender's face if he offered it. This is... Awful. I would give it a negative number if I was doing scores. And that's putting it lightly. Anyway, the next day, surprisingly, I did not get hungover. Um, I was honestly expecting to, but that's kind of when I knew that it was just the low-quality alcohol. And don't. Don't don't ever get that, honestly. Um, just do, do yourself a favor. If your options are New Amsterdam or sobriety, go to an AA meeting. Um don't be that low i'm sorry i think there's a drink that the homeless people drink right because it's dirt cheap and surprisingly it's not that because even they know better <laughs> even even they know better and i didn't and i um as a friend of mine once said i played with the dragon <laughs> and that dragon was a wild beast um i get chills just thinking about how bad it felt i threw the rest away i didn't even want to try the rest. I didn't even give it another shot. That was the end. And there is no saving grace with this thing. I've had I've had vodkas, okay? I've had good vodkas. I've had bad ones. And then I've had New Amsterdam. And then I've pissed in urinals and a little drop of piss lands on my tongue. And that tasted better. Ew. New Amsterdam. Zero out of ten. Do not drink. Go, just just be sober. Honestly. <laughs> There's a cheap wine that I bought the other day, right? It's a little more expensive than New Amsterdam. But if you're looking for cheap alcohol that's still good, hang on, let me get the bottle. Here it is. This is a bottle of Charles Shaw 2018 California Red Blend. About 12% alcohol by volume. So... Not the strongest drink, don't get me wrong, but it's a it's a wine, it's definitely good, and it's relatively cheap for the price. I'm saying this so you have more options. Please, please, for the love of God, don't drink cheap vodka. That, don't do that. I forgot how bad it was, because it had been years since I'd done that. And once I did, I was back to hell, and I wanted to get out, but I couldn't sober up fast enough. I was literally chugging bottles of water, just like, just get out of me, just get out of me. It was nightmare-inducing, literally, because I went to sleep after, and that's all I could think of, just nightmares. Nightmare, 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 you know that thing. Anyway, Charles Shaw is pretty good. Uh, it's like $8 a bottle, something like that, 8 $5. It wasn't that much, but let me show you this. Uh, hope you get to hear that in the podcast. Let me try it louder. Anyway, that's to let you know that the bottle is indeed empty, and... Every now and then, I'll clean a bottle all the way out, rinse it out, make sure it's bone dry, and put it on my little shelf. It's my little hall of fame, so to speak. If I like a wine, it's going up there, and it's usually kind of sad when, when guests when guests come over and they see it and they go, "Oh, I want I want some." Sorry, man, the the bottles are dry. But this is you know while while I'm on the topic of cheaper wines, 
let me introduce some other wines that aren't as um they're not as cheap but they're definitely worth the money and oh, whatever i'm just gonna get my bottle collection just a sec now if you're like me you might have seen commercials for this or maybe facebook's targeted at facebook whatever targeted advertising in general has probably finally gotten to you but i had to try it because sometimes targeted ads do work okay it's very hit or miss and this one here mayomi pinot noir that's what it's called the bottle the one you've seen on youtube um what they don't tell you is the price tag this bottle was 28 dollars and i got a standard size wine bottle right the one you see at the shelf yeah it's 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 okay um i wouldn't rank it the highest this drink reminds me of something that you're at a party and your aunt is drinking you know because it, it is pretty strong i won't lie um I didn't drink, I don't drink enough to get buzzed. Um, normally when I drink, I'll have like half a glass of wine. Nothing too crazy. But this drink, I won't lie, it comes in a beautiful bottle. That's one of the reasons I kept it. Mayomi's not the best drink, but it's, it's up there. I mean, it's, I would say like, if we're doing tier lists, this would be like my number four, honestly. And there is one that I have right here. I have a short bottle. Like I had a, I have a short shelf with, not a lot of wines that have made my criteria, but this one. Oh my God, this one. This next one is my absolute favorite. This one, if you give me a bottle, I'm gonna love you forever. I swear to God. And it is very hard to find. And yet, I mean, I guess you could buy it online, but where's the fun in that? I bought it near a vineyard and it was so good that I have to shout it out. Oh, Oliver, you devious bastard. You are a genius. I don't know how the fuck you did it, but this wine made everything change, okay? And what I say by that is I hold every bottle to a certain standard based on the price and where I get it from. This one is the only bottle that I bought three of because of how good it was. I didn't even care about the price or how far I had to drive to get it. All I know is Oliver Winery and Vineyards Soft Wine Collections Sweet Red. Rich yet bright and refreshing, a perfectly balanced soft red wine and that is absolutely the case oliver soft red wine 10 out of 10 the best drink i've ever had warm or cold i tried it in both ways and in both it exceeded my expectations this is my favorite wine oliver god damn the bottle's even stained because of how much i drank it i gave some to my aunt's once during a party, the bottle didn't survive four minutes. I mean, they, they couldn't keep their hands off this stuff, and neither could I. I. They liked it so much, and so did I, that as soon as they were done, the next day, went and got another bottle. It is a 45-minute drive for me to get one of these, and it is worth every fucking penny to do it. If you ever get your hands, Oliver Winery and Vineyards Soft Wine Collections Sweet Red. Delicious. I forgot how much it costs, though. So you're going to have to figure that out for yourself. I think like 20 bucks, 22 bucks, $22. There we go. That's what I remember. That's what I paid for it. But I would happily pay 50 for this. I'm not even going to lie. It, it's one of those things where I, I want it. I think I'm going to go online and see if they have any more. If they don't, I'm going to be disappointed, but not too disappointed. You feel me? I mean, it's like, like, who cares, man? We're all slowly dying. That was dark. Jesus. Wait. I won't apologize if you're new to the podcast. That's my sense of humor. Sorry. Really shooting myself in the foot before I even gain traction, ain't I? Yeah, that's nice. I also bought a bunch of weights that are finally, like, heavier. Um, 
so I could work out more. And I don't know why I mentioned that. They're in the other room untouched. <laughs> I'm, I'm weak. Oh, well. I mean, it is what it is. You know what I mean? But yeah, this holiday season, if you want to give someone a gift that is absolutely worth it, if you can find it, Oliver Soft Wine Collection Sweet Red. You'll recognize it because it's in a clear bottle. And the, the label's beautiful, honestly. They might have changed labels for a while. Or um, they might have changed labels. I'm not too sure. By the way, none of this is sponsored, okay? Well, I mean, it's sponsored by the... Like, the podcast is sponsored by the Patreon and the shop. But, you know, this specific segment is not sponsored. None of these wineries paid for me. None of them gave me any money. Oliver especially didn't give me any money. And I didn't even reach out to him saying, Hey, I'm going to talk about the wines. This is all from... None of this was planned, okay? While we're on the topic of wines, there is a wine that is very famous, or at the very least well-known, that I have tried and I did not have a taste for it. Or at the very least, it wasn't my... It wasn't my cup of tea. I rate it... 4 out of 10? I don't know. I think with these rating systems, you gotta be really careful, because some people will take numbers and just take them in a fucking orbit. That's why some people do 1 out of 3 now. Uh, I only see a few people doing that. But it does make more sense, to be honest, in the long term. I'm pretty... Okay, whatever. What am I going off on? Alright, alright, alright. I don't remember exactly what the wine was called. I just remember it had a photo of Snoop Dogg on it. Which, Snoop Lion now, I guess. I don't know if he's still going with that name or not. I, I don't know, okay? I don't keep up to date with most rappers. Especially ones from back in the day that... I'm not going to say they're irrelevant, but I don't... You know, I, I, I... If you've seen the bottle with Snoop Dogg's face on it, get it. But in my opinion on wine this isn't my favorite one but it's definitely one that i could see people enjoying i mean it's a cheaper wine still not that cheap but i mean it's cheap less than 20 dollars a bottle kind of thing you know what i mean but it was it was okay i mean we put it with ice and we tried it on its own and it just wasn't hitting for the rest of our family like i didn't try this one on my own i tried it with family members we all tried it together and it was just meh you know like it wasn't good it wasn't bad very mid-tier. But at the same time, I just remember the bottle because I had a picture of a rapper on it who was very famous. Speaking of which, this is going to go off the wine topic. What the hell is up with Kanye? What happened? I'm talking about him because all I'm getting on my Twitter is he showed up on Alex Jones and I don't know, man. The man has single-handedly dropped a nuclear bomb onto his reputation, and now we are simply watching it cinder and collapse. Unless you're part of that political side, in which case, I don't know, you're watching a house being built? I really don't know what analogies are. <laughs> I'm not analogous. <laughs> if I, I don't know what that means. I better, you know what, I'm not going to Google it, I'm just going to assume I'm right. That's, why, that's how I do everything. That's how I do everything, okay? And I know you do too. Mr. Smart Listener or Mrs. Smart Listener or other gender. There's a bunch of them now. I actually noticed that on my podcast uh, analytics. A lot of um, people with no genders are on there. Good for you. But yeah, Kanye West has been going a little crazy lately. But that's not a new thing. If if you understand what I'm talking about, Kanye West has always been known for being a bit goofy, a bit of a shady character. I, I'm not going to say shady, maybe unhinged. Unhinged is definitely the proper term, which I'm just seeing the worst of it now. And according to most people who were old friends of him back in the day, he's always been like this. It's just now that he shows his true colors ever since Kim Kardashian left. Was it Kim or someone else? I don't know. I don't know celebrity names either. I know the basis of it because Twitter will not stop showing me. Non-stop. The weirdest part about it for me is that he went on this show with the weirdest outfit I've ever seen, which 
I don't know, maybe he's got some style that I don't know about? I ain't from Los Angeles, man. I don't know this shit. But apparently he is? I don't know either. Look, man, this is... You're, you're talking... You're listening to a man who's trying to describe what he saw on Twitter, but didn't do any further research. I just see it and go, yeah, that's... That's unexpected, but uh, I, I just move on. I have a blank reaction to everything. But at the same time, a lot of people were talking about it, so I thought I would too. What's my opinion on it? I honestly have no idea what to think. I'm very curiously watching, which part of me assumes is his goal. Because there's an old notage that no publicity is bad publicity. But in this case, I think he went a step too far if that was his goal. Like, very clearly. But I know I'm going to get some heads on Twitter telling me that, oh, no, this is all part of his plan, or maybe he's right. And then they're going to get some very anti-Semitic comments now, thanks to Kanye's. Um, the, the comments online have been fuming at each other, but only kind of. I mean, it's Twitter. What do you expect? People fight each other all the time with their anime avatars and their NFT pictures, and they just go to town on each other, man. I don't know what to say about it. Kanye West, man. Kanye West is fucking weird. But, there's some good news, and this is for people who still listen to uh, Death Grips. They're back online, they uploaded a video, and I like it. I like it quite a bit. Very Jimi Hendrix-inspired. Very good. I don't know how to explain it other than, it's like harsh noise if it was good. <laughs> if that makes any sense to any of you. You guys know that I'm part of the music environment, ecosystem, so to speak where the most niche music will be heard by me. You want to know why? Because when it comes to music, I don't just stick to rock and punk. I listen to pretty much everything. And that includes um, the, the more obscure stuff that no one's ever heard of. Subgenres of subgenres of subgenres. You know, we just keep going. I recently, I, not even recently, it's been a while now. I discovered funk. I just didn't know what the proper term for it was. If you want an idea of what that's like, it's imagine those anime like fan-made videos where it's just like that kind of music, you know? Without the anime, which is a plus for me because I don't watch anime. I used to, I used to be a big weeboo back in the day, but that's behind me when you realize that every show is basically build up tension, have some lewd moments, have a lot of <clears throat> in there, and, and that's, you know, shining eyes, very big shining eyes. A lot of the, you know, I like stuff like that. A, a lot of screaming, uh, over the top screaming. And that's not my thing. I'm sorry, it's just not. If you enjoy that, then go ahead. Keep enjoying it. You do you. I'm going to go and watch some, I don't know, I'm going to go read a book. I've been doing that lately too. A lot of, a lot of book reading. I don't know why. I don't even like reading. I just do stuff. That's been my life up to this point, really. <laughs> man death grips being online is actually really cool for me balake is the one who showed um shared the video on twitter and i watched it right away and i was like holy shit looks like they're in hell but like it's just so cool it reminds me a lot of the um damn what's that song called you bet the hurts about the meaning of the ba no love there we go it reminds me a lot about the of the no love uh music video with a different spice to it different seasoning so to speak and you know what i'm hyped I'm very hyped. Death Crips is someone that, some, some, just, just a group of people, man. Just a group of funny guys. And every time you watch them, you never know what to expect, but you know it's going to be good. 
or very bad, I don't know, it depends on your taste. For me it's good, but it's because I like a unique sound, and they absolutely deliver 100%. And I'm hyped. I'm very hyped, and let's see what comes of it. To those of you who don't have this app, or or don't know what I'm about to talk about, let me preface it by saying this. I'm surprised that this app is now 10 years old. But it's also a game on Steam, I believe. Um, since we're talking about, like, since we're talking about things coming back, you know, out of the woodworks, Death Grips released that song, right? And I finally got to listen to uh, two of the songs that were on the album. I don't know if that's the whole album or they're going to release more. I hope, I hope they release more because that's, I mean, it was cool. Wasn't worth waiting 10 years, but you know, it was cool. Like, I was hoping for better. I'm going to be honest. Um, I actually waited just a bit. I was thinking maybe they're going to release it Thursday and that's when I'm recording. So I'm thinking maybe, I don't know. I'm not going to say I'm disappointed. It's a banger of a song, both of them. Um, and they kind of like fuse together when you're hearing it. I was listening to it on my car uh, stereo. Sounded really good. And I, I was, I was checking it out and it was quickly gone. And I realized that this was 10 years worth of hype. Did it live up to the hype? I don't know how to feel about it. I like it. I'm going to keep hearing it over and over again. That's just my thing. I'm not going to say I'm disappointed, but I expected more. But at the same time, I'm not disappointed. I'm not fully satisfied, but it's like, it's like in between. I'm still on the verge of what do I feel about this? Music reviews are definitely harder than wine reviews. Why? Because wine reviews, almost unanimously people agree with it. And music views get you fucking canceled on Twitter. Thanks, everyone on the internet. Um, you guys have turned Twitter into a hostile environment, which I think it always has been, but you guys turned it. You guys really amped that shit up, didn't you? You guys love that. You love that shit. I've been watching a lot of Noel Miller on YouTube lately. Um, not gonna lie, I don't listen to Tiny Meat Gank, but I think he's a really funny guy. And Noel Miller, um, funny dude, great guy. If you haven't checked him out, I would highly recommend it because his humor is um, very similar to what I laugh at. And his out-of-pocket series is one of my favorite. Um, a lot of TikToks have been on there that I never knew about. And then once I finally learned about it, I wish I hadn't learned about it. But nonetheless, they exist. The mic keeps wobbling and I have no idea why. Oh, shit, it's loose. There we go, okay. I adjusted the mic while recording. I wonder if that's going to make a sound. Probably not, but still. I mean, I adjusted it right now. Another sound, probably. Actually, that one I know for a fact made a sound. Oh, man. Death Grips. Music. If you haven't checked them out. It's an acquired taste for sure. Um, I've, I've been hearing it for years. Especially that... Um, every album, to be honest. I've been hearing every album from them. And another... Uh, another group of musicians I've been hearing, or another, um, I've been listening to the chats a lot more, like just a lot more, more than any healthy person should, because I vibe with their music fucking heavy. My Spotify rewind finally came back. Turns out I'm a big fan of one song and that's about it, which is really funny to me because I thought I would have a lot more, to be honest. I, um, it is what it is though. It's cool. Recently, I've also been... There's quite a lot to catch up on, to be honest. What was I going to talk about? What was I going to talk about? I have it on my note. Oh, shit. I completely forgot I was on topic. See, this is me. This is me. I um, bounce from topic to topic. I was going to talk about my singing monsters. The reason I'm talking about it is because it's back in popularity. I actually downloaded it again 
because of a flurry of memes that have been brought up by it. It's really funny, right? The meme simply goes like this. There's a certain... There's an island on the game you can go to where you can customize and make your own song with the monsters, and they have a unique sound, all of them. And it's really easy to make music with them. And I would I would go as far as to say this this could teach you how to read music, to be honest. And it's it, it's cool. It's a fun game. I've been playing it for a while. I'm not sponsored by them. Don't think that. But it's funny to me because the memes that have come out of it are so simple. For example, you get the the Yeti character. I forget his name. And it's it's funny to me because one of the one of the memes that I saw was a song was being made entirely like orchestral, just really really well made. And then immediately next is just that one character humming, and the song is called Microwave. That's all it's called. Nothing too crazy, nothing too hard, just a single note, just mm, the whole time. Oh, that made a really cool effect on the computer. I just saw that. A microwave sound effect. You guys made a microwave. That's awesome. I have a confession to make to a lot of you. This is a very serious topic. Please, everyone, listen up. Those who are very aware of the podcast, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and you must listen. Because a very special someone to me, someone I love near and dear, reminded me of something that I have not done recently. I have not been making as much cheese as I used to be. I'm sorry, okay? I used to make pounds of the stuff, a whole two-pound brick that I happily showed off on the on the podcast, on the podcast, on the TikTok, actually. And I was so disappointed when I realized that it had been months, months since I have made cheese. And I'm disappointed with myself. I let my community down. I let my girlfriend down. I let myself down. I'm sorry. However, my hobbies are fluctuating constantly. I've made soap, I've made paintings, I've made music, which I haven't released, I'm sorry. Um, wait, no, I haven't. Oh, sh- Oh, Jesus, I completely forgot. I was supposed to make a song. Oops. Well, it's not really contractually obliged. Nothing's really... There's nothing holding me to it. It's just I haven't really had a lot of time to do the stuff that I like to do. What do I mean by that? Well, I like to do a lot of things. That's the problem with me. I have too many hobbies for one sane person to do. Lucky for me, I'm not exactly sane. So I'm gonna find a way to make music, live stream, make cheese, make soap, paint, go exploring, magnet fishing, regular fishing, mm, go hiking, go to nature preserves, photography, write books. God damn, what do I not do? I guess I don't relax enough. That's definitely something that's gonna affect me in the later future. Thank you, Mortality, for always reminding me that I have a limited time on Earth. And for some reason, someone said, what do you want to do with your life? And I said, yes. That's all I did. No, but for real, I got to make cheese lately. Like, like I got to make more cheese. But the thing is, I don't have the proper bacteria that I have, like, that I'm supposed to use for it. What I mean by that is you're supposed to get some sort of a culture, right? I have the wrong type of culture for the cheese that I want to make. And unfortunately, the place I order from, it's not on back order or anything, but it's going to take a while to get here. So for the new year, let's make another wheel of cheese. Yummy, yummy cheese. Yummy, yummy in my tummy. <laughs> I don't even know what type of cheese it's called. I just, uh, I, farmhouse cheese, I guess is the term. It's not dry. It's very soft. You cut into it. It'll melt like, um, not like American cheese. It just softens up when you heat it up. 
And let me tell you something. I love making cheese, but you know what I love making? Literally everything, okay? If you gave me a wood shop, I would probably build you a house. If you gave me a steel, a steel mill, I would get very hurt at some point, but I would try to build you a sword. Although, knowing some of you, I'm probably going to be asked to make um, a katana, and I'm not going to do that. Because I respect the culture. And katanas are actually very fucking hard to make. Why? Because I used to know how to make one. Um, I, I, I used to know, but it's been years. This is back during the Weeboo time. I don't like thinking about it all that much, because I just kind of watched it because that's all I knew at the time. My world was very small at the time. Now that I've actually gone out and explored the world... I could say that there are far greater things to do with your time. And I'm aware that they know that. And they choose to not do anything. And that's fine. Because sometimes you got to take care of yourself. You got to love yourself. You got to do what you do. You got to do what you love. You got to love what you do. A bunch of other positive bullshit. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not the most positive guy. I'm very pessimistic. That's what I am. I'm very direct. Okay. I'm not going to say. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and go. Ooh, things are brighter. This is a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I don't give a fuck, dude. Go find the pot of gold. Don't do what you want. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of the Movie Podcast. Thank you to the supporters on Patreon. Thank you again to the person who sent Bitcoin. And thanks everyone who's been checking out the, the merch store. And hello to everyone who's new to the podcast. Thanks to the Google ad. Hi, how you doing? This was probably your first episode since the ad released. I apologize, because <laughs> I know a lot of people are probably disappointed. However, next week, on Friday, every Friday, every Friday, exactly at 12 o'clock, every Friday, a new podcast will be released. Why? Because they're easy to make, and I don't mind doing them. I've been doing them for well over two years now, and it's been fun. In fact, it's been pretty great. All right, see you guys next week.